you doing? This is Black Shy Guy here once again with a brand new podcast episode. And as always, make sure you get your drink. And also, I hope you guys enjoyed your Christmas. Hopefully, you got the gifts that you wanted. But most of all, I hope you spent it with the ones that you love. And as for New Year's, make sure you keep your wits about you. Things are not as safe as before. And as always, once again, I thank you for sitting at my table. I want to touch base with you guys for what has happened here in my hometown. Um, We have had quite a storm. And as we speak, it has taken the lives of 37 people in Erie County. And that's very unfortunate. I mean, this storm was unprecedented. I mean, we had a bigger storm than this, yes, but it happened years, years ago. But this storm, what made it bad was the blizzard. There has never been a blizzard like that. Never. I mean, holy crap. The blizzard that was with this storm was, like, monumental. I remember when I woke up that Friday... And I immediately saw the way it started coming down. It started coming down at 8 o'clock a.m. 8 a.m. The thing started just coming down. And holy shit. I said, I'm not going anywhere. Immediately, I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying home. Um, I'm not moving an inch. Just going to stay home and hunker down. You know, wait it out. And the reason I bring this up is because there's a lot of people blaming the city of Buffalo for not handling the way they handled the storm. But I got something to say about that, honestly. And my condolences for anyone who lost their loved ones during this terrible storm. I just... I'm angry at the same time disappointed... I don't know what type of feeling that is when it's mushed in simultaneously like that, but the storm was talked about since Monday. Since Monday, the storm was talked about. It was basically generating a lot of feedback for people who were following it. A lot of people were calling it possibly a storm of the century. That's what it was calling the storm. A possible storm of the century. And I'm going to tell you, this storm was a storm of the century. This storm will be never forgotten. Never forgotten. People were talking about this storm that Monday on the 19th. The 19th on Monday, the city was talking about the storm. The city was Warning everyone to stay home, to hunker down, do not go anywhere, take caution, get anything you need before the storm arrives. When you drove down the highway, even when I was at work, I kept seeing the signs flashing, storm coming, stay home. Stay off roads, etc., etc. Different type of warnings. People didn't, I have to admit it, people did not listen. People still went out. People still drove by, drove to stores, drove to get the last minute Christmas gift, 
drove to get the last-minute groceries, things that could have waited. And a lot of people got caught, made it back, but a lot of people got caught and did not make it back, which is very unfortunate. And now a lot of people is putting the city to blame. Listen, I can say this because I live in Depew, which is very close to Buffalo. It basically is Buffalo. Listen, this storm, nobody was available to help anyone in that storm. If you got caught in that storm, God forbid, there was no help coming for you. Because anyone coming for, coming for you would have died in that storm as well. A lot of people blaming the city of Buffalo are, to, to me, I don't care who they are, they're ignorant. There's no way, no emergency, no police could have helped anyone. Even police were ordered to stay off the road. There was nobody on the roads. I mean, it looked it like the day after tomorrow. You remember that movie? It looked it like the day after tomorrow. <laughs> it was crazy. I've never seen like I never seen something like that. And when I finally went to work, when the storm finally stopped, because even after the storm stopped, more snow came down. We got almost another foot on top of what we already have. It was getting to the point of nausea dealing with snow at a consistent basis. It was annoying. But now, now, we're headed to warm weather, which is pretty dangerous because it warms up the water again, causing the possibility of lake effect hitting our area once again. Very, very ironic for the weather to warm up this high after a storm like that. But let's get back to the people blaming the city of Buffalo. Listen, the emergency crews couldn't do anything. And for the people complaining about the police, about the looting and the police were paying attention more to the looting, the police wasn't even paying attention to the looting. The police couldn't pay attention to anything. Yes, the police finally started engaging people who were looting, but... At the same time, police is not in charge of rescue efforts. That's for the paramedics. Do the police get involved in rescue efforts? Yes, they do when they happen to be on the scene or happen to be close to the scene. But their main objective is not rescue efforts. And when I mean rescue efforts, of course, I don't mean when hostage situations. I know that's a rescue effort. You know what I mean. But the fact that they're being blamed by not being prepared for a storm like this. Have you guys seen the storm? Were you actually in it? Because for the people that were in the storm and still saying things like Buffalo should have been better prepared. Are you kidding me? Did you see how that storm came down? 
did you see how that you couldn't be outside with that storm listen i went out and shoveled right because one thing i do know I do not want my car submerged under freaking five feet of snow because I know not the car. The car won't be damaged. The thing is, now it turns to a freezer box. And what happens when your car is a refrigerator? That battery freezes. It turns stone cold. And that's what I wanted to avoid. I wanted to avoid the battery being frozen. So I did go out. I I went out and you know what I ran up to? I ran up to like, I swear to God, the snow was about six feet from my front door all the way to where my car was in the driveway. I got almost a quarter through and I was exhausted. And I said, you know what? This is a battle for another day. <laughs> it's a battle for another day. It, it is. It's a battle for another day. A battle I choose not to fight at that point in time. And the way the wind was gusting just when I... And listen, this is like a, a 70... This is like after the storm. This is like almost a... Almost like I would say 70% through the storm and it still was as strong. I said, no, I'm going to just wait it out until the storm entirely evaporates from this area. And after that, holy crap, the amount of snow rose up to like about nine feet. Nine feet. From my front door all the way to the driveway. And I did. I did start shoveling. I started shoveling, shoveling all the way to my car. You ever seen those cartoons when a man is digging underground and he's digging, he's digging, he's digging, and he's right, he, he's basically making a path on the ground to his destination. That's that was me with the snow. It took me on it took me two hours just to get halfway. That was it. Thank God a good Samaritan with a bulldozer. He literally had a bulldozer. He had like the bulldozer, you know, the big thing that scoops up, you know, what they use in construction sites. He was doing a portion of the street and he seen me. And thank God he said, hey, you need some help? I said, you're damn right. He plowed the shit out of my driveway with that thing. He re- he basically reduced my work three hours less. I would have been there for about three hours more. I was there for about five hours shoveling. But he reduced it because I would have been there literally for eight hours shoveling all that snow. With a snowblower, whatever. It would have been seven hours, eight hours easily. He reduced it. And then when I finally got to my car, shoveled it, got away. I take really good care of my car. Really good care of my car. I mean, I baby the shit out of my car. So I knew it was going to start up right away because I'm so on top of the maintenance of my car. Being a mechanic for as long as I have, Working for Honda, working for Chevy, working for um, my old boss when I was about 20, 21 years old. Working for him for about five years. I know how to take care of a car. It's not a problem for me. 
I knew my car was going to start up just like that as long as I got the snow off of it in time. And I did. It started right up when I got every other snow off. It started right up like a like, like, like a tank. Just started. Broom. And that is very that's fortunate because a lot of people's cars did not start up at all. And when I went to work, when I finally went to work, um, God bless the people that I work with and what we do. You know what I mean? What we do is so important. And not only that, listen, listen, not only that, thank God for the people that were out there when we couldn't be out there. We couldn't be out there. They shut AAA down. We couldn't be out there. But the people who could be out there, like the contractors, they was out there hustling and bustling. They did their thing. They did their damn thing, and they were out there rescuing um, trapped vehicles, pulling vehicles out of ditches or whatever, when we couldn't. And when we finally got out there, you know us, man, we did our damn thing. You know what I mean? I was out there and um, pulling vehicles out. Um, wow, the things I've seen. And one thing about my job, right, Um. When you help people, like, for a situation, I had a guy, his wife's car ran, uh, drove right off the road. He said his vehicle was there since Fridays when the storm started. He had to leave his vehicle. They had to evacuate back home. So they left their vehicle. I arrived there. This was yesterday. I arrived there. Um, No, this was the day before yesterday. So I arrived there, right? Um... This was like, um, today's Thursday, right? This was Tuesday. Um, his vehicle was buried. I mean, buried. So, obviously, I wasn't going to be out there shoveling every single pile of that snow off his vehicle. I said, I'm just going to muscle it out with the truck. You know what I mean? I drive a wrecker. For those who know me, everybody knows who knows me, I drive a wrecker. So, I, I hooked it up. Only way I could hook it up because there was no way to grab any wells. I hook it up by the wheels. You know what I mean? If you're a tow driver who done towing and recovery, you should already have a vision of how I hooked it up through the chrome wheels of every single spoiler on that wheel. Wrap it with a recovery strap. So I pulled it out, right? Pulled it out by um the right front passenger and the left rear passenger. Already, people who know about towing recovery should know what I'm talking about. So I pull it out. You know, boom, you know what I mean? My truck is a tank, so my truck will pull a lot of vehicles out easily. Boom, pull it out, right? And this guy literally, literally just hugged me, hugged me, and, and hugged me for like five seconds. And it's things like that that make you just love the job even more when when people like that, you know, because it, it just means a lot to help people, you know? Uh, it, it just means so much to help people and he made me love my job even more you know i mean yes we face a lot of um people who are not understanding let me say that people who are not understanding and and who are not patient enough and for sometimes for the good reason for the good reason some people wait too long but there's reasons behind you waiting too long it's because we're trying to get to other people who happen to call before you etc but um, usually when people um get the help they need, they calm down and they thank us afterwards. But a lot of the things I seen in the storm were unprecedented. The roads I had to drive through, the things that I was seeing, cars nearly upside down, cars nearly um nose down in ditches, 
um thank god i mean even to this point in time people are getting unburied and bodies being found in vehicles this storm was just horrific this was um almost on un- almost unbearable and the reason they did not want us out there, the reason they did not want AAA Western New York fleet out there is because they did not want us to unbury a car and the bodies in there. So that was a good move and good thinking by Erie County. So now um, we're finally out, you know. Um, I didn't go out today. I caught a bad flu bug after my shift yesterday. A bad flu bug. I don't know what it is. And I still got the chills. And this point in time, I still got the chills. I'm just muscling myself to do this podcast because I know I missed the podcast episode yesterday. And I deeply apologized to you folks about that. But I got the chills right now. I'm freezing. I'm freezing. And I got three blankets on me. And I'm as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm going to go right to bed and lay down and recover some more. But um, I hope everyone is okay. And for those listening who are in Buffalo, who are in um, Hamburg, New York, who's in Lancaster, New York, who's in Depew, New York, who's in Niagara Falls, all those who are involved in the storm down to other cities who got hit, Hold your loved ones tight, and for all those who survived, thank God. Thank God everybody's okay. Um, we're still pushing through. The storm was um something out of the ages, and pray for us, you know. Everybody who's not dealing with this type of weather right now, everybody who is not dealing with the situation that um Western New York is dealing with right now, pray for us. Keep us in your prayers. And um, for all those family who's lost loved ones, keep them in your prayers as well. Because um, losing a loved one is never easy. You know, I keep, I can't even watch that video of that young lady who lost her life, who was trapped in her car and she couldn't go anywhere. And she was video videoing herself in the car um, for eight hours, you know, in the car. With it running, and obviously she died from monoxide. I believe she died from monoxide because she was buried. And once your car is on and you're buried in snow, that monoxide is kicking right back inside the vehicle because it has nowhere to go. And she died from it, and it was... I can't watch that video. And I see that video has so many views, and I don't understand why to see someone's last um, moments in life is is um is <laughs> something that I never wish to see, you know? I seen I seen someone die right in front of me and unfortunately it was someone that I loved dearly and to this day um I to this day I have nightmares of uh, of it, you know. Um uh, I will share it. I will share it to my um my day ones on um, the people who support this podcast. Um, it, it it was my mom who died right in front of me with a heart attack. Died right in front of me, my brother, and my father. And that's still I still have nightmares off of that. Still have like nightmares. Like it's 
it's like unbearable seeing your loved ones just go and you can't do nothing about it and i know how that feels you know so everybody who lost their loved ones in a storm and couldn't be with them in their final moments at least i was with my mom in her final final moments as excruciating as it was i was with her these people wasn't with their loved ones they only had to wonder how they went you know that's um a powerful thing this is black shy guy keep us in your prayers and as always i thank you for sitting at my table i'm out of here Arch criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean